Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhetoric. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, but that's what we say all of the times. But you know what? We always mean it. We always mean it. Uh, let's see. How is Brother Rodnan doing today? He says, been busy trying to schedule appointments today. Waiting on return calls now. Leg pain hasn't gone away. Adds puffiness and joint pain in my right knee and ankle to my problem. Let me get my post down quick and then go back to lying down. Hopefully that chat won't make give me any reason to get up. Hopefully, brother. Hopefully. I want you to get better, but that hit must have been a hit. To really, really messed up your your body like that. Sorry to hear about that, brother. Anyhow, who's in the house so far? Melanie Keelan. Great seeing you on Ask Egberto Anything, Melanie. That was great seeing you. Bruce Pollard is in the house. Also saw him this afternoon. And on uh, on on um, Ask Egberto Anything, Lee Grant. Love love me some Lee. Lee Grant was all there as well. At asking better anything, Julie Henderson is in the house. Alistair Waters, of course. We missed you on Saturday, Alistair. We missed you. And Paul Fleming, we missed you on Friday, on Saturday as well. Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. Bridge MCP actually got her birthday song. It was her birthday on Saturday. So we had to kind of serenade our beautiful Bridge MCP. Then, of course, in the house is AVQ, Michael Rodnan. How are you doing, my brother? Did I forget anybody? I hope not. Anyhow, starting out with Michael, he says, International Business Times. Rivers and streams in Alaska turn bright orange. Experts blame climate change. The rusting of these water bodies is having a harmful impact on local communities. Most of these orange-hued waterways are located in protected lands such as the Arctic National National Wildlife Refuge, the gates of the Arctic National Park and Preserve, the Quebec Valley National Park, and the Selawik uh, Wild Refuge. A report in Wired magazine said that climate change is causing the degradation of the underlying permafrost layer in the region. Permafrost is a permanently frozen layer below uh, some parts of the earth and consisting of soil, gravel, and sand. Global warming is causing permafrost to release iron-rich sediment, which oxidizes in the open air and turn water orange and acidic. The Arctic is experiencing global warming at four times the rate of the rest of the world. We got to take this seriously, folks. We got to take this seriously. All right. Egberto, you want something on the screen, Miguel? Oh, yuck. Yeah, I'll put that on the screen. That's nasty. That's iron in the water streams. Madre mía, eso se ve horrible. That looks terrible. Here it is, guys. All right. I got it on the screen. The Guardian, 3.3 million U.S. adults dispatched by natural disasters in past year. Survey, hurricanes responsible for more than half of the forced relocations, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. More than 1.3% of the adult population in the U.S. was di displaced by natural disaster in the past year with hurricanes responsible for most than half and forced relocations, according to First of its kind survey resulted in a U.S. census. One point something percent is a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. About one in six residents never return to their homes, according to the survey. Global warming is going to continue accelerating, and the scale of these problems will only worsen both home and abroad until we can no longer manage them. The estimates of one billion climate refugees by 2050 is a strain our civilization cannot cope with what we do now will determine, you know, will determine how soon this stuff comes to an end. I don't know. I am, we have a lot of work to do. All right. NPR, Bolsonaro supporters storm Brazil's Congress like they did here in the U.S. Uh, calling the military to take control. About 3,000 Bolsonaro supporters have refused to accept the far-right former leader's defeat in election more than two months ago to the leftist Luis Ignacio Luis de Silva, who was sworn as president a week ago. Videos and photos of the scenes posted to the social media also show crowds invading and ransacking the nearby presidential palace and Supreme Court swarms of Bolsonaro supporters known as Bolsonaristas were seen charging past security barriers and, and clashing with police. Fascist playbook repeating itself over and over again. Lie to your supporters until they frothen in a fanatical frenzy. 
then get them to validate, deny elections, your result, the results. Meanwhile, Jair Bolsonaro is wandering around in Florida, public's wild, that's people storm the government. You know, it's classic. He's out of the country because he doesn't want to be arrested in case they come up with some charge. All right. David Adler tweeted Lula's speech. Those people will call fascists invaded the three powers, Congress, court, and the presidency. Like real thugs, all these people will be found and be punished. Demonstra democracy demands that people, uh, that, pe that people respect institutions, these vandals who might be called Nazis. David Adler follows up. Lula promises accountability for the insurrection. He should have said that up front. Anybody who insurrects is going to be paying. Says he will fire the officers who were filmed enabling terrorists and will travel now to visit all three democratic institutions invaded and ransacked today. Group messages have surfaced of Bolsonaristas pledged to instigate the sources of financing for today's events. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, today I'm sleepy, but I guess uh, <coughs> I am missing some sleep. All right. Julie Henderson says, will Jim Jordan investigate if George Santos was born in the USA? There is no proof he was and maybe Brazilian. True. Lee Grant says, hi, y'all. Hi, Lee. Melanie is in the house. Bruce is in the house. Uh, Tom C. says, in the house, just in from a nice walk on a rare sunny day. Today turned out to be sunny and cool. We're at about 65 degrees right now. Uh, Lee Grant says, sounds like they have little confidence in Brazilian elections. We suffer from that here in the United States. Okay, but the confidence, the lack of confidence, Lou, uh, Lee Grant is not justified. Somebody just says, oh, it's terrible. The election was stolen. And then people believe it. Oh, we got a lot to learn. All right. Egberto, well, yeah, I, I, it was a hit. I got thrown a good 10. Whoa, I didn't know you got thrown 10 feet. I did mention this before. I didn't know you got thrown 10 feet. I probably scanned over it. Sorry. You get better, though. You hurry and get better, sir. All right. Uh, you see, even Breach thought. So Breach says Michael Rodney thought it was a bump. I thought it was a bump, too. All right, let's see what else we got here. Rodney says it was just a bump. I would have never mentioned it. Only reason I mention it there is because it's affecting my ability to sit and chat. And you know we love when you sit and chat. But no, you get better quickly, my friend. All right. Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says the Fulton County, Georgia special grand jury has concluded the work into Trump's interference into the 2020 election. Let's see what happens. I bet they vote to indict. They can't indict. They have to create another one to do that. All right, let's see what else we got. Eric Hayes has something about flood mitigation. Too long. I read that about flood. At last, here's what. Let me get the gist of what Eric is talking about because it, it, this happens over the entire country. They are more equitably going to distribute flood mitigation dollars. Let's give an example. The way a lot of things work right now. You look, you have a million dollar home. Your losses for water damage is much higher. So if, if they allotted $2 billion, let's say for flood mitigation, all, a lot of that money goes into your one house. They're doing it now by population, right? Because it's about humanity. That's what it's about. So if you are harmed by floods, if you are harmed by floods, if you are harmed by floods, the equation gives humanity a large percentage value. And that's the way it's supposed to be. If you have a million dollar house and you're in a disaster prone area and you need assistance from the government other than whatever private insurance you got, well, by gosh, absolutely so. Absolutely so. Okay. Bruce says, I'm thinking we will need to adapt to the new temperature changes. Man-made changes to our environment may not do enough and will be politically impossible until it's too late. I've been saying that for a while, Bridge. You're, I mean, uh, uh, Bruce, you're absolutely right. We are going to have to make some adjustments to life and until we can actually mitigate the temperature change. All right. Eric says, who cares? Just replace Sant Santos with another person. That's not how it works, Eric. This is constitutional democracy. There's a process. Uh, let's see what else we got. Lee Grant says, did y'all see that criminal got shot? Yes, I saw that. 
in the taqueria was a good guy. Yeah, there was a, gu- a good guy with a gun. Unfortunately, the, the guy with the gun, the, the bad guy with the toy gun had no intentions of hurting people, just scaring them. And he was on his way out the door with all the loot. And, you know, the guy from the Wild Wild West just opened up and shot him in the back. I have no feelings, A or nay, about the story. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hay says, not equity, let's see, not equity is not what the policy said. They're changing and will flood us out. No, that's not what they're doing at all. You chose to read it that way. That's how you chose to read it. Don't forget, I got the text of it, okay? Oh, what else we got here? Bruce says, or rather to Bruce, considering we are in the middle of a mass extinction, adaptation isn't survivable strategy. We're going to have to adapt, Michael, to some, at some degree. We hope it's not too much. All right, who cares he's robbed people? So somebody robbed somebody, sentences death? Okay. In your world, sentences death. Don't rob in Eric Hayes' world. You'll die. Uh, Paul Fleming says, now that we head cl- now that the head clown is in charge of his show, watch how they try to diminish the DOJ when they start to persecute the top criminales. You're right about that. All right. Carl Cox's GOP-controlled Congress have proved how much contempt they have for democracy. That's true, too. All right. Let's go ahead and play our first video. Forgive me, please. I didn't mean to say all those bad things I said about you. My congressman, uh, Dan Crenshaw, Texas District 2. He was pissed off at whom again? He was pissed off of those 21, what did he call them? Terrorists who was who were holding back progress to get a speaker elected. He was really adamant when he went on different radio, net radio stations and network to point out how these guys were pretty much evil in doing what they're doing. And as usual, watch how he has to cave to the terrorists, to those people who objected to getting uh, what the Constitution says it needed to do to get a president elected, those who were suborning the insurrection that we had. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. The enemies now, an unsparing description of the Republican holdouts from Texas Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw, a conservative who spent the speaker's fight directing his fury at many of the never Kevin Republican hardliners. Does Congressman Crenshaw still believe his House colleagues are acting like terrorists? Can he work with them to govern? Congressman Dan Crenshaw joins me now. Thanks so much for being here. We really uh, appreciate it. Um, let's take a listen to what uh, Speaker McCarthy had to say about the path forward for House Republicans after he was elected uh, early, early, early Saturday morning. And I think by having the disruption now, really built the trust with one another and learned how to work together. <laughs> um, was that your takeaway that it... Uh, it really built the trust with one another and learned how to work together. I actually do agree with that you do. more than I disagree with it. You opened up with the whole terrorist comments. So I do have to address that. Please. Right? Um, look, things get heated and things get said. Uh, obviously, to the people who took offense by that, it's pretty obvious that it's meant as a turn of phrase in the... In it's the, a metaphor. It's, not- it's in the context of intransient negotiations. I... Look, I, I've got pretty thick skin. I'm called awful, vile things by the, kind of the very same wing of the party that 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 I'm fighting. I was fighting at that moment, so I, I was a little taken aback by by the uh, sensitivity. Yeah, by the sensitivity of it. But um, to the extent that I had colleagues that were that were offended by it, I sincerely apologize to them. I don't want them to think I actually believe they're terrorists. It's clearly a turn of phrase that you use in what is an intransient negotiation. It's important to know the reason that, you know, the 200 were so upset was because we felt we had already come to the agreement that we have now. This was not new. We, we had this stuff. And, and early on in that week, before we take it a single vote, you know, in a, in a, in a conference with everyone there, Kevin McCarthy had asked one of the leaders of this group, you know, what else do you want? Let's, let's make this work. What else do you want? And they couldn't answer in that moment. And that was a real turning point for a lot of people. That was what created all of that animosity throughout the week. Because it's not as if we were fighting over something. It wasn't as if we were 
trying to stop them from getting something that they wanted. It's that we didn't know what they wanted. So that's the only thing that Chip Roy and I will disagree on. And there's going to be different narratives on the, on the whose fault that was in the negotiation table. But I agree with everything Chip just said. I would just listen to that whole interview. Um, Chip and I are good friends and I absolutely agree that the, that the, that the new rules and the new way of doing business is good. For all the reasons that he just said, but he said he didn't have those. They didn't have those that deal set until they voted on on Friday morning. That I mean, you saw on Thursday. We all thought that the negotiations had ended, and we had three more votes where McCarthy lost. Uh, so I mean, they he says no, that's not right. We didn't have this deal until Friday morning, and, and I don't. And, and I believe him when he says he was trying to make that deal throughout the week, but he's one of the few. There was no reason for us to keep voting, keep voting, keep, keep, keep allowing these speeches that just degraded and diminished and insulted Kevin McCarthy. We didn't have to keep doing that. We could have just adjourned for the whole week and just kept negotiating. Yeah. And so, so that's where the heartburn is. And, and you know, that's what I want people to know. This, this deal was easy. That wasn't the hard part, right? There's not as much disagreement as everyone thinks on on how that rules package went by and and what some of the new changes needed to be. And the only thing I'll disagree with this group on is is that it could have been done earlier. And so that's what justifies the animosity that occurred all week. It, it, It seemed very, very pointless. So Dan Crenshaw... It's amazing that he had his tail between his legs apologizing i am so sorry i am so sorry i didn't really mean to call you a terrorist i didn't mean to be so cruel to you i understand you guys are good guys we actually wanted the same thing all along do you get it these guys are controlled by political terrorists They will remain under control of political terrorists until their voters acknowledge that, in fact, they are electing terrorists and do what's necessary to put sensible people representing the Republican Party. As far as what the Republican Party is today, they are nothing more than a fascist party, an extension of the white supremacist nationalist party of the old. Exactamente, exactamente, exactamente. Okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, Paul Fleming says, now that the head clown is in is charge of his show, watch how they try to diminish the DOJ when they start to prosecute the top criminals. You know that's what they're going to do. Carl Cox says, GOP-controlled Congress have proved knows uh, prove how much contempt they have for democracy. Eric Hayes, choose you you choose your life you, your life live it accordingly. Not all the times, in fact, not most times. And uh, Julie Hendricks says uh, Michael Rodney try anti gravity unit. That the one where you turn yourself upside down. All right, Eric Hayes has learned a new word. He doesn't use must anymore. He uses musk. He he likes the scent of the musk. As in Elon Musk. I get it, Eric. I get it. This is what I mean by adaptation is not survivable. CBS News. Animal populations have plummeted by nearly 70% in the last 50 years. Yep, I read that. John Smith. Are you a relative of Pocahontas? John Smith says, Love how leftists keep making up fantasy problems so they feel like they're needed. Climate change is one of those imaginary issues. Wow. Wow. John, that one sentence told me a lot about you. John, I learned a lot about you. By the construction of that sentence, the meaning of that sentence, and the hidden meaning of that sentence. Thank you. Eric Hay says, loose lips by Crenshaw. No, he, he was giving good information first. Eric Hayes says, Dan Crenshaw has no choice but to work with and get on board. <laughs> get on board a sinking ship? I don't think so. Dan Crenshaw has have his foot in both plates. He's not going down with the ship. Bridge MCP says, climate change is real. H2O is water. The earth is round. You still have people in the flat earth society, but hey. Eric Hayes says, democracy was in action and debate is what happens Learn something. Okay, Eric. By the way, thank you for coming to Politics Unright. Eric, you know we love having you there. You know, we have 
We, you know, it's amazing because the conversation is so much different than it is on chat, where people feel like they can, they don't have to think their stuff through. They just let their fingers roll. But when we're in Ask Egberto anything, it's amazing how everybody's smart and everybody knows what to say. But then again, look at our audience, man. All right, Lee Grant. Egberto, be sure to vote. I read that. Julie Henderson says, corporate bubble will pop if workers' ability to work is eliminated by action corporations choose. Youth less than 40 are very intelligent and will not become slaves. They'll try. But antiseptic slavery is hard to hide from. Will greed or community win? I think what we are doing and what many others are doing, we want community first. We will get community first. All right. Crenshaw is right of center. Egberto, don't cry. Enjoy your trillions. No more for a couple of years. Now, we'll see. I think we can peel off a couple of Republicans. It's amazing. It's amazing. Carl Cox, the GOP is only interested in making more money. BDGMCP says there are the home, there are some of them Lee in Congress. Michael Rodriguez Egberto, or until those in the Sedition Caucus who planned and incited January 6th are held accountable under the 14th Amendment and removed from office, let Republicans run new elections uh, to fill their vacated seats. I don't even want a change in Democrat. Republican uh, balance in Congress, I just want those who are guilty of sedition out of our Congress. I agree. All right. Okay, uh, John Smith climate change is agreed as real and human-driven by over 99.9% .9 of scientists. You already lost. I think that's AVQ talking to John Smith. IRK says Adam Smith gone, Swalwell gone, Pelosi gone. As anything else, uh, yep, people will see some investigation. Don't you want them to work on making your economy better? Hmm, but no. Hate is an irrational thing. Hate causes you to work against your best interests. Hate is a four-letter word more powerful than any. Okay, what we got here now. Eric, uh, E2247 says, The new house speaker reminds me of what my grandpappy taught me all these years. When you see, when you see a turtle on the top of the fence... You know right away someone put it there. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's a country thing. I got you. Lee Grant says the charge of terrorists is done with a very broad brush. It results in perfectly reasonable dissenters being unjustified, vilified. Not this time, uh, Lee. These guys are terrorists. Okay? They are terrorists. Eric A. says yesterday was a fallacy cleaned up El Paso and nothing will change. You, 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 if, you, if you don't do it, you're damned. If you do it, you're damned. Okay. Egberto, mind putting this meme on the screen? You've gotten a lot of screen time, sir. There is your meme on the screen. Hey, it's almost rhymed. There is your meme on the screen. All right, Tom C. says, Eric Hayes, new plot of less miserables by Victor Hugo. Gene Val... Valjean shot and killed by inspector Jewart for stealing a hot loaf of bread. Who cares? You rob people. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, sometimes conservatism can really take out the humanity out of humans. Never understood it. And nobody can grab my humanity, but I'm sad to say it happens often. Uh, let's see. Welcome aboard Limit LXSS. How are, how's your day? My day is going fine. Uh, Eric says, economy will get better, quick causing drama with current policymaker and let it roll. They don't have the power to make the economy better. The economy is doing great because of the foundation we've already laid. And that's what we're going to have to live on for two years because those people in Congress know not what they're doing. Okay. All right. I want to hold off a bit before I do the second video. So let's go ahead and do... The Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro uh, uh, thing. I think I have it at Common Dreams. Donde está? 
Bear with me a second, guys. I'm looking it up so I can get it onto the screen. Common Dreams, Watchdog. Look at what... Let me ask you guys if this sounds familiar. Let's read together. Does this sound familiar? Watchdog says social media giants directly aided fascist insurrection in Brazil. We've known, uh, we've now seen this happen in two of the world's major democracies. If government fail to respond, more will inevitably pay the price. The fascist attack on Brazil main government complex was directly aided by major social media platforms such as Facebook, TikTok, and Telegram. The global watchdog groups, uh, some of us, said Monday as the country's authorities continued their cleanup efforts, investigation, and arrest of suspects involved in the anti-democratic assault. The insurrection carried out by supporters of far-right former President John Jair, actually Jair, Jair Bolsonaro, actually it's Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, can come as no surprise to social media executives who were warned time and again that their platform's tools and algorithms were directly aided a violent uprising in Brazil, said Flora Robello Arduni, Ardunia, campaign directors of Some of Us, a nonprofit that has been monitoring the proliferation of election lies on social media. I follow quite a bit of that. So again... Here we go. Bolsonaro is staying in Florida and instigating a riot, just like Donald Trump instigated his own. Anyhow, it's, it's, it's not a very long article. Check it out. I, I'll have it linked in the blog as well. All right, let's go ahead and get our second video. Actually, you know what? Let's see. I don't think I played this video yet. Let me go. I actually may have three videos. Let's see if this is the one that I want to play. Ah, para ver... Highlight Democratic. Yeah, I like. Okay, this one is special. This one is special for Eric Hayes. Let's get a list off of what Democrats have done in the two years and let's compare it in 2024 with Republicans. Check it out. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I guess you're not there. So I guess I got to get rid of you because you're not there. Uh, I got to pick that up from one other place. Bear with me as I get it. Uh, Democrats, where are you, Democrats? Um, I think I had it here. Where is it? Accused, uh, I'm coming to seconds. Reverend Jamal Brown, Congressman uses. There we go. This one right here. Check this out. Watch how uh, this congressman nominated Hakeem Jeffries for the ninth time. But what he did is he used that nomination speech to prove and show that Democrats and progressives united have completed a whole lot of projects. They have passed a whole lot of meaningful bills to the American people at the same time that Republicans are at war, at the same time that Republicans are talking issues that have nothing to do with the well-being of Americans. I, I'm telling you, with the younger people that are taking over the party, it seems like messaging just may be better. I spoke at a, a Democratic uh, club last night where I said one of the biggest problems that, uh, that Democrats, that progressives have, is that they are poor in putting out the narrative and putting out the narrative over and over again. Check this little speech out, then we'll take it on the other side. For what purpose does the gentleman from California rise? Madam Clerk, I rise today to nominate Hakeem Jeffries for Speaker of the House. The gentleman is recognized. Vote after vote, Democrats stand united and ready to get to work on behalf of the American people under the leadership of Hakeem Jeffries. Vote after vote, nomination after nomination, Democrats are united. Just like we were united when we passed the American Rescue Plan to get our economy back on track. United when we passed the infrastructure law to rebuild America. United when we capped insulin at $35, passed historic gun safety legislation, and passed the PACT Act to help our nation's veterans.
united when Democrats passed the Chips and Science Act to bring manufacturing back to America. United when Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act to reduce our deficit and protect our environment. Democrats are unified to tackle the climate crisis while Republicans are mired in their own leadership crisis. Madam Clerk, House Democrats are ready, willing, and able to get to work for the American people. We'll do so under leadership of Hakeem Jeffries, who has a plan for the American people. Therefore, as Vice Chair of the Democratic Caucus, I'm directed by the vote of our caucus to present for election to the Office of Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress, Representative-elect from the state of New York, Hakeem Jeffries. Now, I tell you, uh, he did a perfect job by pointing out we were in power. We didn't have these battles. We got these things done for the American people. We are waiting to continue doing more things for the American people. If those guys, those guys who are unable to govern, those guys who are lousy at governing can ever get a speaker so that we can at least make an attempt to get something done in this country. Absolutamente so, absolutely so. Let's see what else we got here. We got uh, the economy. We'll get, I answered that already. Live by the, live by the law. Lee Grant says, I do want to see investigation of the social media FBI also. I don't know why you want to see the FBI. The FBI has been, you know, I, FBI has never been my perfect institution or likable institution. Hey says, social media and left-wing media here are responsible for all wrongs. Look at 2020 and Hunter as... Ex <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric. All right, let's continue, Eric. Let's continue, let's continue, Eric. Let's continue. All right, Michael Rona says, Lee Grant, I'd like to see what the FBI has to say about why they're not investigating right-wing terrorist groups. That's what I'd like to know, too. Who are responsible for the supermajority of... Domestic terrorism in the United States, true, I'm sure. Though I'm sure that does that not what you had in mind. Uh, Lee Grant replies and he says, right, most of Biden achievements are merely promises to spend money. Uh, an achievement is always promises to spend money or, many already, or money already spent. You find me one that's not true and I'll tell you you're living in a bubble. All right. Eric Hayes, the guy announcing is not valid at all. Sorry. I am not valid. Oh, sorry. All right, Bridge MCP said, or rather, Michael says a short list of Democrats' accomplishments trying to get government to do the right thing by the American people. Michael said, or Bridge says, Michael Rudden, Lee Grant, I'd like to see what the FBI has to say about why they're not investigating the right-wing terrorist groups, which are responsible. Yeah, I read that one. Uh, Lado is in the house. Welcome aboard, Lado. He says, it's easy to be united. When there's 100% chance, you will lose. Hmm. Who's been doing all the losing over the last two decades? Think about it. Republicans. They have not been getting majorities. They've been ruling by a faulty constitution. Paul Fleming says, Fed Chair Powell's solution to inflation is to clobber workers. The labor market continues to be out of balance with the demand exceeds demand of supply of workers. But if the demand for workers exceeds supply, isn't the answer uh, to pay the workers more? Yes, comes without saying, right? Rob Wilson is in the House, says Republicans raise the deficit, Democrats lower it consistently. Good article in Wall Street Journal. It's not even close. Really? Uh, I tell you what, can you provide uh, um, Rob Wilson a link to the article just so that everybody can get to it? Please do. Lee Grant, I love the YouTube video of Ted Lieu versus Candace Owen. Check it out. I'll look for it. Carl Cox says, Eric Hayes, as usual, you're wrong. Fascist GOP are responsible for all wrongs. Eric Hayes supports fascism. Huge corporations with help from GOP are responsible for inflation. That is the truth. Uh, Eric Hayes, all wrong in 2020. Who do you think did January 6th? Come on, man. I love the way he said that. Come on, man. All right. What does Lee Grant want to put on the screen? Oh, that's a that's a video. Thank you, thank you, Lee. Thank you, thank you for the, the follow up. All right, I think it is time for us to see.
the last well the second actually you know what i want to play before i play that one i want to play this video and then we'll take it on the other side the saga continues i, I mean Cren i mean crenshaw well before we get into crenshaw the saga continues right uh speak there is no speaker of the house and it oh, seems like that one Kevin already. McCarthy that just one can't get it. Sorry. And the eighth vote just went through. And so far, 212. I am so sorry. I did that one already. Here's the one that I'm supposed to do. Republican congressman from Kentucky, Andy Barr, went on to uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos. And I think George gave him just enough rope to hang the entire GOP's process for speaker selection and how they're going to actually effect policy. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Joined now by Congressman Andy Barr. Uh, Congressman Barr, let me begin with you. You were with Speaker McCarthy right from the start. You were one of his strongest allies. Are you concerned that he gave away too much in order to get the gavel? George, I'm really not. And I understand the American people's frustration with the delay in electing a speaker. Certainly, it's going to be a challenge to have a conference full of independent thinkers with a, th a thin majority. Um, but, you know, not only did the framers of our Constitution expect us to debate uh, the operations of the House and the House rules and how we're going to function, they, that's what a healthy democracy actually requires. And if you want to understand what happened on the House floor last week, you, you have to understand why the American people fired Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats and elected a new Republican majority. It's because what Scott said, because uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, used the pandemic to lock down the House of Representatives, to use proxy voting and remote committee proceedings to consolidate power in herself and a few other leaders at the expense of rank and file members and the millions of Americans that they represented to uh, eliminate transparency, uh, to write thousand page omnibus spending bills behind closed doors. Uh, and so uh, the dysfunction was in the prior Congress. And the process that we went through this week was quite healthy from the standpoint of getting all of these issues resolved now so that we can have a template going forward to come together as a conference. We proved to ourselves, George, that we can with perseverance and a lot of hard work and a never give up attitude, we can come together and unify to advance our agenda. Uh, it will be a challenge, no doubt about it, with the diversity of opinions within our conference. But that was what was happening last week was to forge a consensus so that when we reach issues like the debt limit, when we reach challenges, we've proven to ourselves we can come together, uh, we can set aside our differences and ultimately compromise uh, to be an effective majority. Did, did you did you really resolve them now that any single member can bring a motion to vacate the, the, uh, the speaker's office? You have uh, the Freedom Caucus being given a, basically a third of the positions on the Rules Committee, which will undermine Speaker McCarthy's authority. Aren't you simply setting up a situation where on every major spending bill, anything having to do with the debt limit, anything having to do with keeping the government open, you're going to be back in the same situation again? Well, well, let's be clear, George. Remember, this uh, motion to vacate uh, was only altered by Speaker Pelosi. We're just going back to the pre-Pelosi rule that was in place since 1910. I don't think that's an issue at all in terms of uh, creating chaos. I, I think it's it's what the House has had uh, every term before uh, Pelosi came in, into power. The other thing about diversity of opinion on committees, I actually think this is going to strengthen us and not weaken us as a conference. It's going to bring us together. If there are issues, if there's difference of opinion, you want those differences of opinion to be aired in committee on the front end because you don't want those difficulties when the bill comes out of committee on the House floor. Let's have the opportunity to have an open amendment process in committee so that you forge that consensus at the beginning of the legislative process so that the bills that are brought to the House floor actually have a meaningful chance of passing. Again, this is why I think 
going through uh, the difficulties of last week will serve this majority well. It will make us a more effective but, majority. But, but didn't the agreement also include an open amendment process on the floor, which sort of undermines uh, that entire premise, doesn't it? Well, I think, uh, look, as you pointed out, uh, I'm a strong supporter of Kevin McCarthy's patience, his willingness to be open-minded and listen to all members, uh, his uh, good humor, uh, the fact that he was he was humble in his leadership style, uh, his perseverance, all of those qualities were on full display for the American people. It's precisely why he does need to be speaker in this majority. But what I would say is those of us who were with him from the start and those like Scott who came on board with some of the changes and reforms later on, I think we all agree that we need a better process. Um, and I think we ended up a stronger majority as a result of some of the reforms that were put into place. Um, and, and, and I think we, we all are committed to being unified going forward. You notice what George Stephanopoulos did. He allowed Andy Barr to go on and on about how great that fight in Congress was, how great the dissension among Republicans were, or is, or was. It was great, right? We It was democracy in action. And what he turns out to say then is that, you know, we, we made sure that regular order was in effect and also uh, things done in committee as they should be so that when they come to the floor, they get a chance to pass. And Stephanopoulos just let him talk and talk and talk. And then Stephanopoulos had the kicker. Isn't it true, though, that by allowing an, an unlimited amount of amendments to occur, in effect, you've defeated the purpose of the committee that that dissects what's actually going to be brought to the body by allowing all these amendments unfettered. Isn't that true? And ironically, his answer was, oh, I love McCarthy and had nothing to do with the answer. Just let it slide. And then the interview was over. I mean, in effect, what this results in, folks, is the is McCarthy cannot compromise on anything. The right wing will continue to run the party and it will run the party or <laughs> the party run us all into the ground for the next two years. For It's for good measure that we passed enough legislation over the last two years, over the 117th Congress, that will mitigate some of the damage they'll do. It'll slow us down. But then come 1024, it should be then the decimation of what's today's Republican Party. And I actually mean that we, the, the, the Republican Party has become a clear and present danger to America. All right, uh, rest in peace, Lovey Smith. Yeah, they let him go. You know, like Chris Rock says, some of us don't get a chance to fail, not even once. Check out that video from Chris Rock. Anyhow, um, let's see. Pentagon using security corporation authorities to take the reins on U.S. war making and subvert the constitutional balance of powers. Congress needs to step in. Yes. Uh, what else we got here? What else we got? Julie Henderson says, Jim Jordan should investigate why the man of Publix was not prosecuted for disturbing the peace with his six loaded weapons, including an AR-15. People are crazy. All right, Julie Henderson also says, House of Representatives must now provide gas masks for protection from virus that prevent their presence. Rule to vote in now present or vote is now counted. All right, T247, Albright in her work. Thank you, young man. I don't know what that is, but uh, I imagine how support partner forces enable secret. Thank you for that. Uh, Paul Fleming says the oligarchy wants to lower taxes while the MAGA warriors need their money for their campaigns. This is why Republicans are as dangerous as ever. And let's see what else we got. E2247 says, House Republican majority will try to remove Democrats from the bipartisan board overseeing the Office of Congressional Ethics impose an unrealistic requirement that the office only hire staff in the first 30 days of the new Congress. Wow. They don't want their crookery to, to get out, right? All right. Let's see what else we have here. 
Together, we must make this a top priority for Democrats and increase pressure on House Republicans to do the right thing. No matter who represents you, they need to hear from you. What is that about? We can't let the House independent. Okay, yeah. We're talking about the, um, the office that's going to take, check people out when they commit crimes, etc., etc. All right, folks. I think I have no other material. I can talk forever, but I would much prefer if you guys throw something in there for me to talk about. What do you want me to talk about now? Uh, let's see. McCarthy and the rest of the GOP won't want ethics investigation because they will be found guilty of corruption in large numbers, which is a, I think it's a mathematical fact as we've been seeing thus far, right? Yeah, mathematical fact. Okay, um, let me tell you guys, um, I hope you guys have been subscribing to the newsletter. You can go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter to support uh, the newsletter that goes along with one of our, uh, with three of our programs at KPFT. Tom C. says, Limerick. All right, we got to get a Tom Limerick. Hey, Tom, I forgot to ask you about putting your stuff on the website. If you if you don't want to do it, meaning if let's say if, if it's kind of too iffy for you, just send me the stuff and I'll continue to post it for you. So you can send me stuff that you want me to post if you don't want to post it yourself. All right, Tom's Limerick is as follows. So Kevin M. finally became speaker, but as a leader, no one could be weaker. Though now big cheese of the house, he's less a man than a mouse who eked out victory in a squeaker. Oh, did you write that one, Brother Tom? I love it. Got to repeat it again. So Kevin M. finally became speaker, but as a leader, no one could be weaker. Though now big cheese of the house, he's less a man than a mouse who eked out victory in a squeaker. Wow, that's a good one. I'm tweeting it under your name. That is a beauty. That is a beauty. I love that one. All right, next one here. Patrick's Time says, why are so few people getting boosted? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's program. Paul Fleming says, we never had to deal with so much chaos when George Santos was... Speaker? Huh? <laughs> I think you're being funny, Brother Fleming. I think that's what you mean, right? I think you're being funny, Brother Fleming. But uh, I tell you what, guys. If you take a look at my Twitter feed right now, we are going to honor Tom C. with his limerick. And right in there I put, according to author Tom C. Author Tom C. Or do you want me to use your full name? Thomas. Oh, sorry, Nick. I prefer that. Let me make sure I got it right. Uh, Thomas Sarnik. Is it Sarnik or Sarnak? Always get your name wrong, Tom. I think it is. Hey, Tom. Is your name Sarnik or Sarnak? Is it N-I-K or N-A-K? I always get it wrong. What can I say? All right. We also have Patrick who says, how many boosters have you received? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I can't look right now, but Carl Cox says, go. Way, way to go, Tom C. Macaron says, I'm going to go lie down. I think I have a headache. Sorry about that. I'm so sorry you're going through what you're going through, brother, um, brother Rudnan. But, you know, it'll get better. It will get better. Uh, Patrick Time says, some trust big format, but more than others. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, let's see one other thing. I need to do one other thing before I go. Let's see. Politics and Right. Let's go to the Politics and Right website here. Uh, and then let's see. And go over here. All right. There we go. All right. So, Nick. Okay, <laughs> it is pronounced Sarnik. Okay, so I did it right, actually. So great. Thank you, sir. Sarnik. There we go. Bingo. Tweets in your name, sir. That's going to be a good one. All right. Uh, what time is it? 54. It's time for me to do my ask. I want to ask you all, those of you who have the capacity to do so, to please support the show. 
How can you best support the show? You can best support the show by going to politicsunright.com slash PayPal. politicsunright.com slash PayPal. You can shop at our store by going to politicsunright.com slash store. Or you can actually support us at going to politicsunright.com slash books and picking up our books. I guarantee you, you're going to learn a bunch from our books. You're going to agree with a lot of our books. You're going to think there's a good reason to check out our books. Uh, likewise, let's go ahead and support the patron, politicsandright.com slash patron. All right, without further ado, unless somebody else has something to say, we're coming to a close in our program. Uh, so I'll, I'll wait for 30 seconds to see if anybody has anything else they want me to bring up before we close the program. So it's in your ballpark. You got 20 more seconds to tell me if there's something you want to talk about. We're down to, every case says, Egberto want to discuss 007 issues? Not particularly, but what would you like to discuss about 007? All right, so we are coming, folks, to a close. Thank you for those uh, chime-ups, and uh, please support the program. My name is Biden on, on the border. Uh, I spoke on, on, on uh, the, the Hunter show this morning, on Steve Hunter's show this morning. And um, I, I had a lot to say about immigration. So check out the show. I'm going to be putting it up shortly. Anyhow, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And unless another thing, go Bulldogs, according to Paul Fleming. Yes, Georgia. Uh, anything else before I go? Anything else before I go? I'm waiting. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.